Back in the 70s, board games and improv theater had a baby, and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream, and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll for Combat. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's show, the boys finally leave Absalon Station and start their journey to the Gate of the Twelve Suns. Also this week, we find out what my alternative to space combat is. And also this week, my GMPC tip is a meta one, how and why to run an actual play podcast. So one of the things about Starfinder that I went from absolutely loving to absolutely hating is Starship Combat. When I first ran it, I loved it. I thought it was really cool. I just liked the whole feel of it. I loved the different stations. But then the more and more I ran it, I realized that it's really kind of limiting. It doesn't have a lot of choices. It doesn't have a lot of options and just feels kind of underbaked. The other problem with Starship Combat, it's something that you do so infrequently that it's very easy to get the rules wrong. It's, you know, it's basically a system within a system. And that is always, well, a problem. Like whenever you have these subsystems within role-playing games, like old role-playing games from the 80s used to do this all the time, and it was a total nightmare. And I actually forgot what it was like until Starfinder came around, because nowadays, what they'll often do is try to use the mechanics of the system and then just adapt it a little. A good example is like the chase mechanic in Pathfinder, where it's sort of kind of using like skill checks. It's adapted to work in a chase environment. The thing with space combat is it's completely unique. It has its own set of rules and its own set of actions and its own battle board and own initiative. It's a completely different system. And yeah, if I'm doing it every single game of course i would remember it but every single time we do space combat it's the same thing everyone has to sit down look up the rules kind of remember how things work looking at all the actions it's just a lot of bookkeeping and i hear they're going to be redoing it and greatly expanding it and a new hardcover book coming out later this year for starfinder until then i'm kind of done with starship combat However, it is an integral part of the Starfinder experience, especially the Adventure Paths, where they put it in. Also, however, they explicitly say that Starship Combat is kind of optional. So, I have adjusted it for Book 5. You're going to be seeing it a bit in the next few episodes, because the way these Adventure Paths always work is there's always Starship Combat right at the beginning, Sometimes at the end, but usually it seems to be right at the beginning. They always start off, boom, Starship Combat, and then get to the adventure. Which also, by the way, is another thing I don't like. I don't sort of like that pacing. 
But it's not something I think that can't be fixed. I think there's lots of ways to fix it. I think there's time to fix it. This happens a lot with brand new systems that are trying new things. Sometimes things work out great. Sometimes things don't work out at all. And Starship Combat is one of them. So you'll see what I did this week. This actually what happens this week is kind of right into the adventure. But there's some more Starship Combats that's supposed to be traditional Starship Combats. And I just kind of turned them on their head. Because I also know what my guys like. And my guys like combat. Meat and potatoes, hand-to-hand -hand physical combat. So that is what I'm going to give them, but in the environment of starships. So check out, see what I did. If you like it, let me know. Or if you did something similar, because I've heard other people do some similar things, let me know. I'm always curious to know what you do to sort of adapt your adventures to something you don't like or something that your guys or your girls you play with don't like. Also this week, a lot of people ask me about the podcast and like what it takes to even make it. And I've kind of covered this in the past here and there, but you know what? I'm just going to go through a little general episode. I'm not going to go into a whole hour-long podcast explaining how to make an actual play podcast. But I will give you a little bit of insight of what it takes to do this. I've actually been podcasting between this and my video game podcast. It's either 15 or 16 years. It's a long time. And the technologies have definitely changed quite a bit. Anyhow, with that, let's get on to this week's episode. Are you ready? I'm putting you on the ship, and we're going to go. Yep, ready to go. Chris Beamer is playing the tiefling technomancer, Akiro the Just. Ready to go. John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. All right, with that... You guys get onto the ship. It's all sparkly and new. There appears to be some new pieces to it. They're all like covered. It's almost as if they will only appear when necessary in some opportune moment. Wouldn't want to spoil the surprise, now would we? <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So you're back on the Sunrise Maiden. Put yourselves in your battle positions, shall you? Wait, uh... what? Well, where are you going to be when you fly the ship? You guys aren't just going to be sitting in your quarters the whole time, are you? I'll be in my quarters right there. Captain's chair, of course. Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. These are my quarters, right? No, I'm afraid not. You can't get in there. That uh, that door's locked. Well, that's the key to that door. Tuttle will sit at the carefully gift-wrapped science station. Jason McDonald is playing the Ahsoki mechanic, Tuttle Blacktail, and his drone, Cheddar. The gift wrap designs. It's got all these doodads and squick squawks and lights and bloops and beeps. How good of a pilot are you there, Rusty? Oh, I'm quite good. I, I might be one of the better pilots in this sector. Well, I don't know. See, I heard that a lot from your uh, predecessor, previous life. I'm not quite sure what Hiroji was. And it never was the case. Uh, for more precise, my piloting is plus 15. Ah! Excellent. My piloting is plus fifteen. Well, then there you go. So I can be a I can be a gunner. Your pilot buddies. Yes. All right. I'll man the gun. You man that gun. Anyhow, with that, you guys plot your you plot your way to the gate of twelve suns. It's in a very odd location and behind lots of stellar gas. No wonder no one has found or seen this, as it appears to have almost been hidden on purpose, if you will. 
it appears it will take approximately 18 days for you to reach your journey. Not too bad, as it could have taken much, much longer or much shorter. So about average, if you will. During your trek, what, if anything, will any of you be doing? Well, I'll be doing daily speeches to keep their morale up, by which I mean their <laughs> opinion of me up to a friendly or helpful level. It's like a cult leader. Seriously. Similar, yes. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Tuttle will lock himself in the science lab so he doesn't have to listen to the daily speeches. <laughs> uh, I'll study the notes you have so far of what's transpired because I was I missed out on a lot of it. Obviously, the, the, the being relatively new to the crew, catch up. I was going to keep uh, Rusty uh, some company in the in the cabin. Oh, Might as well uh, on the bridge. I mean, cool. As you are flying through space and time. Approximately, I'd say nine days into the journey, you start going through clouds of interstellar dust. Space madness. Space madness might be taking place. You, uh, You do notice the colors and shapes outside have gotten rather bizarre. You've come into in quite a mysterious part of space. Something you have not seen before. Have we gone to plaid? <laughs> You've starting to get the plaid. Are we entering the Motari Nebula? That's next. Next is the Motari. Right now we're plaid, then Motari. Which I'm not actually kidding. With that, you start to notice something a little bit odd. Okay. Mm-hmm. I assess the oddity and relate my theory to the rest of the crew. Give me a perception check, Mr. Mo. A f- six for a 15. Ha <laughs> yeah. ha. So you basically noticed what room you're in. Yeah. You notice nothing odd. Does anyone else wish to give me a perception check? As you I do. Sense, I would love to, please. You sense something is off. 26 perception. 15 for Tuttle. 26 for Rusty. All of you uh, feel like there's something wrong. You're not exactly sure what, but the ship is starting to act peculiar. Like lights are going on and systems are sort of switching on and off that shouldn't be. It's almost as if like the ship is short-circuiting, if you will. Uh, I assist Dr. Tuttle on an engineering check. Okay. Well, Dr. Tuttle is nowhere near you, so... I go to Dr. Tuttle, and I assist Dr. Tuttle on an engineering check. Uh, I'm a competent engineer, by the way. I go to Dr. Tuttle, and I assist him on an engineering check. <laughs> All right, wow. assist away. I fail to do so. No, you do. Oh, no, an 8. But he rolled a 15 with a plus 23, so he's at a 30. So it, yeah, so it's like a 38 or so. You, um, you, you look around, and you're like... Something's wrong with the computers, and you decide, uh-oh, now the ship is starting to really act funky. Like, it's it's starting, all, like, things are starting to cycle. All the lights are going on and off. Like, it's, it's something is like, the ship is possessed. What do you do? Is there a ghost in the machine? I would like to check, do a mysticism check to see if there's something uh, mystic we're about going to, We're going to reboot. Uh, I'm assisting mysticism. Hold on. Mysticism of uh, doesn't matter. 17, even with computers you check. Computers check. Do that. What did you get? It's like a 33, I think. Plus two. Uh, this is a life science check, guys. <laughs> I assist. 
I'm throwing that in because basically my skill build is I have one point in every skill, so I can assist all of you. That's the whole point. Skill monkey. I like that. You, let's see, mysticism, you have no idea. Life science, you have no idea. You're like, pretty light. Computers, though. Mysticism. He's like, ah, I sense a presence that I've not felt since. And then he, like, tailors on. Get out of my mind. <laughs> ah. The computer check. Tuttle realizes the hacking is coming from within the computer itself. They're in the house. And with that. What? Oh, shit. Stowaways? Okay. A creature appears onto the bridge. Um, none of you can really see it, though, since you're all... Well, Akira, as far as we can tell, never left his quarters, so... That's right. Aren't I on the bridge? Well, you guys are on the side. You're, like, in the ready room, both of you. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I thought that was... Yeah, I thought that was, like, the stairs. Uh, those are the they? Wait, what? That could be the gunnery room. That's where I wanted to be. Oh, is that where I was? Mm-hmm. I said I was on the bridge, but then I moved myself to wherever this place is. Oh, if you're Peter, I'm going to tell you what Nothing happened. Nothing human would wear that hat. So this Let is me tell you what happened. An alien presence. As you notice that there's hacking occurring from within your own ship, millions of microscopic nanites assemble into a swarm solid form of a large creature with a huge hat, a huge sword, and glowing in lawfulness, if you will. However, even though you would think that they would be lawful, instead you hear a horrific, nasty voice come out saying, Interlopers, you will cease your transgressions and return to your place of origin or be destroyed. Oh, none of us can see this thing, though, right? Yeah, how do we know about this? Uh, I will say that you hear it <laughs> through Tuttle the ship. <laughs> well, Tuttle is telepathy. He's only in the next room next to you, so I'd say Akiro and Mo can hear it because they're right next door to it. So you go here, and I I see these guys down the hall. I say, "Hey, I think he's. I think that's coming from the bridge." Let's 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 let's. What, what is what? what 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 are you something, talking about? There's, some, there's something here. Come to the bridge immediately, sir. Uh, look, it's in your Sound hand. General oh, alarm. Go. Sound general quarters. Can't. Can, can Why open the door? For combat. Now I'll give you your option, except you can't see this thing, uh, Mister uh, Mister Rusty. So yeah, I know, but he actually did over and over tell me it was there. So I will go to investigate. I just don't actually. Well, no, it, it, there. it's too late. Like you're there when the combat starts, so you can investigate during yep. combat. So too late. No, I know. I mean, it's like, okay, I'm going to head that way. I just think, obviously, God, this new guy is so annoying. He's already created, like, an artificial emergency. This is so annoying. <laughs> I'm panicking. Fine. So, there we go. Well, and Tuttle goes first, so. Alright, I'm going to head toward the bridge and draw my sonic weapon for now. And actually, Cheddar goes. Cheddar may go. Where's, where's Igor? He's in the, uh, Okay, he's safe. He's safe for now. Cheddar goes, Jason. Now Akiro can go. All right. Well, plan A always mirror image. Yeah, yeah. I was bracing oh, myself God. for mirror image. 
<laughs> Thank God we're all saved. That Akiro has a mirror image on. We're, we're going to be fine. Right, let me roll my images. Hold on. Let me, let me get some dice. Uh, you again said images. Right. My image one. Well, you got to roll. Oh my God. You got four. Right. Wow. Wow. First time ever four. in history. Ever. Feel the wow. Never has happened before. Finally, now that we're fighting a psychic enemy, you have physical strength. It's pretty much. That's amazing. Okay, you moving? Go <laughs> hells, yes, I'm moving. I'm right. not moving north, that's for sure. Okay. Oh, God, you got to move north. Why don't you move north? You have four mirror images. You'll take... Charge. Literally get in his face. Charge. That's what you need. I want to, I want to parlay. <laughs> you can. Parlay is not your job. We have other people. I know. That's why I'm calling you because I need you to parlay. I move there and I, as a swift action, I produce my rifle out of my glove of storing. And I am done. This rather strange creature, you can't really see, but you're hearing him through the loudspeakers as he's tapped into the speakers in the system through the computer. You hear... Leave this place. You do not belong here. This is our ship. We well, they pro- no, we probably violated their space. Well, this is when we get into what I was talking about before. I want to fast talk him now. If we're oh, you gotta pre-combat, get pre-initiative, the, the space. It's not thing. pre-combat. We're in combat. You didn't get to you. You yes. Look, my ability is before the initiative roll. Bob, yeah, but it's, no, no, up. you. you don't get it if you're a hundred feet away in three rooms. You don't get okay, it. Okay, that's fair. No, that's fine. All right. There's two closed doors in your way, by the way. No, that's fair. Okay. Like we need to get you into the. We I think we should parlay because they say I sense a, a law on him, and I, I'm I, as a creature of law, I respect that. I mean, now you can move up. He has right, an attack. So, He's well, just uh, movement sort of there, and I'm going to. Say hello to him and greet him in the name you of You can't peace. see him. That's a closed door. It is a closed door at the bridge? Okay, then no. Yeah, we got to get into the bridge. I actually should have moved north. Was a... I am moving there. That is double move. Oh, it's up to you. I'm delaying my action till after uh, Akiro. Good idea. Uh, Aeon Tuttle. I'm just going to call you that forever. I'm going to move up and into the room. Move action. Move action. Open the door, right? Is that how it works? Um, I can say that these doors are like Star Trek doors, and they just open when you walk in front of them. So it's the doors. It recognizes your bio sign. So unless you actively lock them, they'll just open up like, uh, you know, like supermarket doors. He's in the bridge. He doesn't seem to be doing anything except all the lights and all the computers are flashing. And obviously they are kind of freaking out because this guy appears to be hacking it through his nanites. All right, I move there, and I say to it, wait, let's parlay. Talk to this guy, and I point to Rusty. <laughs> yep. He looks at you. He pulls out this huge blade that appears to be made out of nanites. It is, like, mm. swarming with nanites, and it's sort of disconcerting to see this thing. And he looks at you and says... Interloper, I will not be bargained with. Mm. And he steps up to you, Mr. Akira. Wow. 
doesn't even wow. hit one of your mirror images. Nice. That's what totally we like misses you. <laughs> Great. Okay, because right now none of us have attacked him. This is, in fact, my only chance to try for a diplomacy check of any kind. So I'm going to do that. I understand it'll probably fail, but let's go for it. Uh, he is aggressive and antagonistic, but we have not attacked him in any way. So this is my best chance. All right. Uh, I am going to say, ah, welcome to our ship and to our home, which you have never been to before. We are obviously welcoming of all strangers who come here. It is a wonderful thing to meet you. Please, would you like to sit down and we can discuss how we can both enjoy this life together? Uh, adding a D6 plus two. It's so overkill. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. He's going to be immune to this. Uh, so, 39. He fails. Of course. Believe it or not, you actually were very close, but the DC is a little bit higher than that. You really? Can't... 39 failed? Oh, That's yeah. Diplomacy check. Yep. All right. So, it's it actually 40. In... <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You need much higher than that. You can keep trying, however. Uh, but he uh, looks at, at this you. point, combat's about to begin, so there's really no. Uh... You can actually keep doing diplomacy during combat. It is actually an option. Uh, I could, but you know what I could do instead as a move action? I can say, get him. Uh, and I'm going to give everybody else a plus two to attack him if they so choose. Okie dokie. Mo's up. I rolled an 18 with a decent bonus and failed. At this point, diplomacy is a long shot. So much for your amazing diplomacy. No, my bluff is amazing. My diplomacy is just very good. Oh, there you go. Would try to comprehend this creature be a life science check or a technological check? It's an outsider. So that is... Mysticism? I think mysticism. Yep, mysticism. Nine. (laughs) Never mind. You have no idea what this thing is. (laughs) That is not an action, though. No, I know. That's a free no, you have no idea what this thing is. All right, so I'm going to shoot him with my laser. Okay. Really? Let me see something here. Wait a minute. Well, no, no, no. He hit. I heard he hit. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm surprised. All right, so. Yeah, you did 26 I roll a 15, and I hit on a 28, and I did 26 points of damage. <gasps> That's for that turn. Wow. Yeah, wait, good. yeah. Wait, wait till he goes. Now it's angry. Okay, title's up. I was trying to talk with it. You can still talk. I guess I'm going to join the ever-present theme of attacking it. Seven will miss. Cheddar, get him, Cheddar. Razor bat. I think you're too far away. Sorry, wrong one. It's okay. Junk a cannon. Eight for eighteen. Missing. <laughs> Not by a lot. Not by a lot though. Alrighty, Kiro. What are you going to do? Now that I can see it, I will try to do a mysticism check. Now that I can okay. see it. Yes, before it was a weird thing. Nah. Rolls a four. 17. You have no idea what this thing I is. I got a plus 13, for God's sakes. Jesus. Oh, but I did sense some law to it, you said, huh? Yeah, you actually did. You did sense law I, to I, it. I'm, I'm reluctant to attack creature of law. I really am. It's already attacked you. I mean, this is... I know. I, know. I don't silly. know. What are you even doing? What are you even doing? It's lawful evil. <laughs> yeah, but that's better than your alignment. So is so, so he. Uh, it, it, the problem is this, that you have these little categories in your head of, you know, there's, I think you'd like to understand them as there's us and there's him. That's the category. Yeah, they're more like, they're more like 
Scategories. You're, <laughs> you're saying I can talk to it, but is that going to have any effect? Because I have no diplomacy skill or any kind of bluff skill at all. Well, I didn't so, say it would work for you, but I said you can talk to it. All right. Well, I will. I will. I will. Uh, I'll move first. I'm going to end up in that square, only provoking once. You're going to provoke. Oh. All right. Yes. What are you doing? Why do you keep questioning me? You, I'm doing what I'm doing. You have no the reason what, why. You, the reason you do why did you have like mirror image? No, you give me a one d five. Give me a one d five to see if it hits you, or one d six, and we'll ignore the six. Right. He yeah, swings his magic blade at you and misses and hits one of your mirror images. Let us negotiate. Images left. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot it. Okay. You hit. Surrender. We can discuss yeah. this. Surrender. Pow! Right to the face. <laughs> Surrender. Kaboom! You keep hitting it. Yeah, well, he keeps hitting me, so you know, that, that is a good point. I am reluctant, though. It's some kind of archon of law. Too bad I'm not smart enough to know. I'm done. It, uh, it sees all of you. Let's see what is it going to do. It will send a bolt of energy discharging at you. And it will send it towards who attacked them last, Akira. Give me a one d four to see if it hits one of your many many mirror images. Mm, okay, one is me. Does it, does it want to roll a hit first? I mean, or is that just right? Automatic. That's what I thought. <laughs> Not automatic. It rolled a nineteen. So uh, give me uh, give me uh, a bolt of electricity explodes out of its hand at you. Give me a one d four. Misses. But how come we didn't see the roll? There, there's the roll and your damage. You have so he he can't do it until he knows if it's going to hit you or his your mirror image. That's not how it works. You roll the hit no, first. It's, it's the other I way know, around. I know, but I did do the roll because now I have to go back and heal you, and it's a total. Yeah, he's got to heal you. It's, it's like I can do it, but it's like multiple steps for me to go back. But it gets to do another attack at you anyhow because it was a full attack. Here we go. So far, it's made two attacks and it's only hit images, so it's all good. thirty-seven. Rolled a nineteen. It gets a plus. Plus 19. So, sorry, got an 18 plus 19, got 37. 1d3. So the EAC? Yes. Is your EAC higher than. Nope. <laughs> you got right. an image left. Try again. <laughs> I can Three do this all day. That's actually a very good spell. All right. Well, Lusty. you know what? I failed at speaking to it. Therefore, it's time for it to die. Therefore, okay. As a move action, plan A, improve get him, and as a standard action, I attack. Sorry, I have to roll my bluff first. Cancel that. Okay, roll your bluff. Uh, 34 bluff for the uh, improved feint, and then right. plus 4 in addition to that attack. I gotta look this up. You might have failed. I might have failed on 34. I, that, I rolled an 8. I'm not gonna take it personally, but still. 34 is okay. Welcome to high levels. Yeah, I know. That's one of the reasons I've maxed it out so much. 34. Okay, you barely make it. So, you barely, so barely. When you say make that, it. what I hear is I made it with an 8 and a low bonus roll. So, good job. You Free hit damage. Him. Everybody has plus 4 to hit it. Yes. Good job. You can't go there, Mo. That's on top of the ship. But you can go. You, what you tried to do, you couldn't do. Okay, actually, I'll say you can't do it. Because I see. Well, I can't go through that. You can, you can do computer. it, fine. You can do it, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's it. avoiding it's a... Fine. Uh, it's fine. I didn't see yeah. it, I didn't see it. Okay, go. Hurry up, hurry up. Okay, <laughs> and while I move, I'm going to hit with my uh, 
I'm going to get my uh, sword out. So, so you did the opening volley then, huh? Yes. No, no, we yes. didn't. You can only do them the first turn. You could only I do that on the very first turn. The first turn's gone. You didn't do that. You have to attack That's on the, the first, first thing turn. I did. No, you never said you attacked him with an opening. You have to physically attack him with an opening volley and hit him. Did you attack him with opening volley and hit him? Yeah, I hit him with a laser ray. Uh, any ranged weapon is okay, opening then volley. Then you have to say that you do it because that's the first time. And make sure you mention that. Don't just oh. attack and just say, oh, yeah, that happened. Because that was 30 minutes ago, and I can't even remember that. So, All right, well. I, 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 uh, it's fine. It the, just go. Is it, is it the go. first round or his first attack? Because no, his first round, first, he, round. first round. First round. So first uh, round. First round. First round. He hung out in the, in the room and didn't do anything. It has but to be the, the very first to round. the next attack. So. All right. The next well, melee attack. Melee attack. You get which one is round one to round. attack with opening volley. If you attack any other round, nothing happens. It's only first round. Anyhow, right. so that's how it works. So yeah, no, you did it last round. That's round two. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it. This is. Oh no, no. This is round two. No, you're right. What? Well, I don't know. Whatever. Fine. You hit. There. You did 14 points of damage. Nice. And, uh, uh, what was his damage mitigation? Ten. Hand tuddles have... up. Okay. John, between us, we did 17 points of damage. It's great. I have a plus four from, from Rusty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did I hear that correctly? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to do full attack. I'm going to go ahead and do full attack. Plus two, plus one from uh, Mo because he's now in magic range. Three misses? Well, if I roll a three, it's not going to help. Four misses. Four, four. Please do not block my shot. Is he doing just one attack? Yep. Nice. Uh-oh. Zero damage. You hit and do no damage whatsoever. Fire? You just... do no damage whatsoever. Fire and electricity. Jeez. Oh, it's got, oh, it's my... got DR10. Did I have? I don't, I don't think I had any DR against. Uh, you might give that guy ten more hit points because I attacked with a laser in my first attack. And yep, you're right. Twenty-two. Yep. Yep. Oh, did I actually do thirty-two? And it oh no, no, you don't know. You don't know what's going on. It's correct. Akira's up. I, I'm under the influence of the plus four. Get him. Yes. You get a plus five. So go if you're attacking with range. I'll take two attacks. Well, that hits. That's full damage. Nice. points of damage. 19. You almost crit it. Nice. All right. Nice. I'm done. You are done. He pulls out its sword. Well, I'd already had its sword. And then I sort of sees Mo right next to him and does his triple attack. His what? (laughs) Triple attack, you said? You heard me. I didn't. It cut out. (laughs) Triple attack. Wow. Misses the first. Hits with the second one. He only does 23, 14 points of damage because someone does damage mitigation. Great, of course. But hit you. Well, it's only 30 points of damage. What are you complaining yeah. about? You have tons. You have, look at it, you're not even halfway through your stamina. Quit bitching. Literally. Wait, did it hit one of Mo's images or did it actually hit? Mo is, you, you are at 51% stamina. After three attacks. Really? Yeah. You're crying. He continues his onslaught. It's like, Interlopers, you must leave. I will destroy you. Rusty. All right. Well, uh, I'm back to plan A. So it's the move action is get him, and then I give him a shot. 
You can roll a six, maybe, and it works. Uh, I'd like to say, in case none of you noticed, I hit him and did damage last time. I'm sure you all noticed. Did not notice, but I will watch closer this time. Hold on. Okay, 36. So, sure. Uh, sure, sure. Plus five to my attack. Yes, yes. Go, go. And no minuses. I have a straight shot. So if I'm going to hit, this is the time. You did not put in the plus five. I did not. Sorry. More damage. Second hit. Two points of damage. damage. One person. Did did you roll two ones? He rolled 12. I rolled 12 damage. Uh, One person in our party has a 100% hit rate. I just want to put that out there. Mo is up. Who's that, me? I am going to do a full attack. And I believe it's from Rusty. I'm getting plus four for you, Rusty. Yes, you are. Yes. Okay, so it's just a uh, normal. Man, he doesn't, plus he doesn't want to get no minuses, no pluses. It's just That's right. a straight attack. Does not straight want to get attack. That. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Here's the miss. Help me do that. Five. And here's, here's the, here's yeah. the yeah. other miss. <laughs> All right. I'm a little worried about my ability to even do damage, but I'll keep at it. I'm going to do the uh, full attack. You hit! And you nice. did full damage, seven points. Yay. To Sonic, you like that. Uh, you only get a plus one because you're doing full. So that one misses, sorry. Seven misses. 17 hits. Cheddar. Oh, Cheddar. Maybe I just rolled really bad damage last time. Nope, same thing. Does even worse this time. I think you're healing him by accident. Akira is <laughs> up. I will try to end this now. And Akira casts a spell. Okay. And the technology, the um, the data pad, and like the thing that's hooked to on his arm and stuff starts crackling with electricity, and then a bolt flies out from his hand and hits the target. Which one is that? So magic missile. No. So lightning bolt is discharged. Whoa! Does it hit automatically, or you have to hit him? In Pathfinder, is like a reflex save for half. Oh no! Yeah, reflex half. But I do think it hit automatic. But did I take the wrong spell? <laughs> did, mm. I, did I take the wrong one? I took. It's called discharge, but I I thought they had a uh, level three version of lightning bolt. Oh, that would be great! You take a spell. And do that. Discharge oh. does something totally different. <laughs> that takes out the. Uh, that's like that. That's actually a very good spell. You just I didn't realize you didn't mean to do it, but that's not lightning. Bolt. No. Okay, so that, that that's so that. Well, I don't know. Is this thing a construct? No, it's not a construct. So, what are you trying to do? Which was the which which is the one you tried to take? Um, I thought there was a third level version of of lightning bolt as a spell. There might be. I don't know. So instead of that, until I figure that out, how uh, about explosive blast? Let's try that. Uh, I will use a resolve point to exclude everyone in this except for him. Excellent. Explosive blast. So it's a DC eighteen reflex save. Mm-hmm. Before you do that, make sure you give me the spell resistance check. Oh, hello. <laughs> nice. That's right. Give me a D20 plus your caster level. I think I get a bonus to that, though. I you think might want to check because you're going to need it. Check, yeah. uh, it's a first time here. Huh? Okay. Uh, cash pass are certainly dark vision. Flash teleport. Hold on. It's the first time we've had to do that. Oh, yeah. It's never happened before. Well, oh, so spell Pathfinder, focus. you get uh doesn't happen. It doesn't happen until much later, and obviously this is like a level ten type creature, so it's gonna have a whole bunch of things. Uh what you get I think you do get a bonus. 
I thought I did, but I'm trying to find it. Not spell focus. Spell penetration. Yeah, that's what it was. In... Right. Uh... Chris, how about you roll and then apply this stuff? Because Yeah, just roll like and let's see how far. Let's see even if you even get close. Okay. D20, yes? D20. That's pretty good. 15 plus your caster level, which is 9. So 24. So it will barely hit him. Good. All right. So me a little damage. And you use your resolve point, and now it does a reflex save. Oh, I think it failed with the 15. Yeah, it fails. It does fail. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't fail. So do the damage. What type of damage is it? It's fire. Okay. Then give me the fire damage. Fire, fire, fire. Taking the first one. Yeah, first one. 23. Yeah. Actually, wait, 23? Plus three. Oh, God. Plus three. All right. Yeah, plus uh, plus four. Plus four, I'm sorry. Half my level, I think, right, for that? You're a pain. I know. (laughs) Are you moving? No. Okay. Did it end? Did I end it now or no? No, not even close. No, no, he's going. So this is dramatic cliffhanger attack. He's going to attack all of us and blow up. No, much worse. Much, much, much worse. He is turning into a mist of nanites. Wait, let me rephrase that. A swarm of nanites. Yeah, there we go. You guys never have problems with swarms, do you? No, never. No, never. Nah. And as the swarm of nanites, it dissipates. You see the nanites flying through this air. And then suddenly, they end around Cheddar. The nanites are swarming around Cheddar. They're starting to enter into Cheddar. Oh, no. Wait, is Cheddar going to become our enemy? Oh, that's awful. Oh, no. Shame you just rebuilt him. I'd have to go to a Mark V. It's kind of like the Enterprise D. Sure got a lot of numbers after Mark, don't we? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> How many times have we had to build Cheddar? So this is what, the Cheddar Mark F? I mean, Cheddar Dash F? I'm just checking. How many times have we had to rebuild Cheddar? This would be in the... Well, we're on number four now. Really? So okay. he is actually the Cheddar D. Yes, I he literally he is. is Cheddar D. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and now Rusty is up in the combat. Uh, swarm properties mean I need to use AoE, but you're all too close to him. So we're doing plan A, as we always do. Uh, great. Uh, from there, I am going to, for my move action, say get him. And for my standard action, I will attack just with a standard gun to give everybody else a bonus to hit. Okay, it's immune. Sorry? Swarms are immune to attacks. Yeah, I understand. That target a single creature. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what it's about. It's everybody else gets a bonus. So if it has swarm qualities, AoE attacks that actually need a roll, will also get a bonus. Is that your final number, 32? Oh, good, Nard. Nard, no, please, don't be silly. I was waiting for your response to my comment. No, I'm just saying, because I'm asking if you're going to ask. Okay, so 38 is the actual... 38. Uh, let's see if that's high enough. Mm, let me do some math here. All right, barely. All right, so at any rate, I certainly do no damage. I'm not even going to bother rolling the attack roll. But at the same time, if anybody is able to hit him, they have a plus four to hit. Or at any rate, the equivalent thereof. And I'm done. Mo is going to delay his action till after Akiro. Uh, unless, yeah. Aeon Tuttle. Hmm. Um, I'm going to guard and step five feet away. 
He's in swarm, so I can't. So shooting him wouldn't really do any good for me. But Cheddar actually has lot can do line damage. So I'm going. Don't to... you have a flame weapon? Oh, but it's still a. It's still only a targeted air flame weapon. I thought it was a flame shotgun. Thrower. Anything? No, it's more like pellets of flame. So it's still it's still a conventional weapon in terms of aiming. That is correct. It's like these be... little it's like these little gel capsules that burst into flames when they hit the target. If, if I remember it's only the, the more of the weapons last weapons. explode weapons, evocation, grenades, and line that really damage it. That's oh, that's, cone doesn't do anything. Cone is the equivalent cone of a blast. Should. Yeah, cone is a blast, so that would work. The good news is if he's in swarm form, he can't do an attack of opportunity. So Cheddar can go ahead and shoot with his junk can. That is correct, and that is a line attack. All right, see, and you have plus four from me. Go for it. Actually, you have plus one for me, too. Except teamwork. It's been immune to your fire electricity attacks, which you probably forgot. Oh, no. Wait, it's yeah. immune to fire electricity? Oh, that sucks. Crap. So you hit, but it seems to have no effect. It's not immune. It's DR, right? Uh, you don't know. Could be DR or could be immunity. You're not sure. Anyhow, Akira was up. All right. Uh, I don't know if I did a knowledge check on this. I would like to do a knowledge check. You did a knowledge check, but I'll let you do it again. You guys know nothing. You know nothing. Akira. We know nothing. Hey, hey, no spoilers. That was from four <laughs> yeah. or five, six years ago. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. It's an outsider. Uh, so what is that? That's a uh... mysticism. You still have a crappy role. You don't know mm. anything. Nothing. All right, so it's still not entered into him yet, right? Oh, it's going to. It's about to. It's like swarming on top of Cheddar. It's about to get into into the cr- nooks and crannies. It's going to be Cheddar is going to be like an English muffin, and this thing is going to swarm like butter. It's blasts, uh, line attacks. What else? Evocation. Evocation spells. Many evocation spells. You mean it's immune to many? No, it takes half again as much damage. It takes 150% damage from those. Ooh. It takes normal damage from lines and automatic mode attacks. So, All right, so then I will do my plan A, and I will cast a magic missile as a full round action. Nice. Firing three missiles. That's evocation. That's force, so it probably nice. does full damage. Yeah, evocation. Sounds good. Okay, roll your damage as you cast your magic missiles right at this Poor creature. Poor, poor creature. Uh, so it's crappy 3d4 plus 3. Actually, no, but it's more because of my thing. Let me just double check. Hold on. What thing? It's like 3d4 my, 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 my plus, plus 3 plus 4 or something. 4. Like yeah. 19 points of damage. Nice, because I get the extra, extra bonus. It's actually not that bad. That's so, great. Yeah. Are you sure you didn't add that bonus twice? No, it says 3d4 no. plus 7. It's yeah, normally it's 3d4 13 plus, plus an extra 50%. And I have a feat that gives me plus Nice! So, Akira, the hero, once again. Does mm-hmm. Akira, the hero, move? Oh, God, I never realized that rhymes. No, I, I, I can't. Way too often, aren't we? It's a full round action. Oh, that's right, you did your full thing. Okay, the creature, which doesn't say anything because it's in this weird form, is entering into... Cheddar and will attack attempt to hack Cheddar. Oh, that's right. Let's see if it does. Whoa, oh my like God. 44 
hacking attempt. And I actually Plus rolled 24? a natural 20, no less. <sighs> Bye-bye, Cheddar. <laughs> so as it swarms into Cheddar, Cheddar starts to like convulse. And you see like lights and things flash. And then all of a sudden, Cheddar looks at Aeon Tuttle and says in a whimpered, Help! Tuttle cries a little tear as he realizes his poor Cheddar's getting possessed by some creature. Oh no. This is this is not a good development. As for what that means is now he is inside Cheddar. We'll find out what that means on Cheddar's turn. That means we gotta crack open the shell to get to the yolk. Rusty here. Yeah. Okay, boys. We all realized that at some point Cheddar was gonna become self-aware and turn on us. This time has come. All right, so I think it's time for us to actually uh, make this thing, well, into a less damaging creature than it was. But in the meantime, I'm going to withdraw. I'm going to take my safe five-foot step there, and then I'm going to move down the hallway a little bit. Brave, brave Sir Robin. All right, there we go. <laughs> uh, glad we have you wearing that armor. That's just right. <laughs> exactly. Of course. Do we have, uh, do I have any mirror images on right now? I forget. You no, have no, no, one no. mirror image left. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you have, uh, you have, you need to cast magic missile more. Um, Jason, what's your opinion on cracking this this robot open and stomping its insides? <laughs> is, is that bad? I really don't like the direction this is taking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, <sighs> should I should I have not done that? Is that wrong for me to do? Crack it open. I don't know. Mo does not know what to do because, frankly, uh, is any of this creature visible? No, no. He, he's uh, he's inside and possessed Cheddar for all intents and purposes. As could you do what like that means? Oh yeah, you can do checks. You can definitely try to. You can do like a hot. Can you like a computer check or something? I I, sure. I don't even have a level one computer knowledge. I have no computer at all on uh, Mo. Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, there's nothing I can do. Mo is going to just stand there and watch. There's nothing he can yeah, do. Yeah, sorry to know. Cause... All right, Tuttle. Here you go. You see Cheddar. He's convulsing weirdly. You know he's been hacked. Your remote is going crazy. What are you going to do? Can I attempt to take control back? Yes, you can. You can try it's like, to nice. it's like Westworld. I grabbed the little management console data pad. Nerd war. It's, exa- it's like right. It's exactly like Westworld. You're trying to counteract that. Dolores. <laughs> Return to rest mode. <laughs> and again, look what happened with Dolores. I told you Cheddar would someday turn on us. I don't trust this AI. So what about so is probably a computer? Now you little- use remote hack, right? You have that remote hack ability, I think. I think I do. So it will be your computer skill against, well, just roll it and I'll tell you what happens. Against God. <laughs> against God. Against God. <laughs> I wouldn't call Cheddar God. No, against the thing inside of him. That's I, was more I understood his point. Oh, that's pretty Ooh, good. All right, 30 set. We got a fight on our hands. 30 pretty good. Pretty, pretty. Pretty good. Okay, hold on. You were trying to say pretty sneaky, sis, weren't you? No, I was not. 
I'm imagining like a quantum leap when Al's banging on the little Ziggy interface and it makes little squeaking noises. <laughs> Bob, you obviously never watch Curb Your Enthusiasm because he says well, of that course I did. all the time. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Um, okay, here's the good news. You managed to counter hack and take Cheddar back over um, this turn. I'm going to say it takes your whole turn to do this. So you manage with your 37 counterattack and force him out. And you start seeing him leak out and Cheddar coming back. I won't say you can take over Cheddar this turn because he's trying to get his circuits back in order. But uh, that's sort of good news for now. Can you tell Can you tell Cheddar to push? Push! That was, that was kind of gross. Uh, <laughs> hero the hero is up. I say, Mo, initiate self-destruct sequence. Um, just kidding. The, <laughs> so do I, ha- do I have a target? Do I see a little streaming no. out? No. Uh, no, there's no target. It's nothing. Unless you want to attack Cheddar. No. I'm going to, um, I am going to ready an action that if I see this thing come out of Cheddar, I'm going to magic missile it. Uh, well, isn't it coming out now? It's, well, it's starting to babily come out. Like, little streams of nanites are coming out a little bit, but it's going to try to reassert control, so we'll see what happens. That's enough for Magic Missile! I was yeah. hoping that's not... No, that was well done. That's good. That's not the quite enough. Not enough. It's like, if you see a thousand ants and you kill ten, it's not going to be enough. So. Unless it's a queen. Unless it's Magic so Missile! Like, uh, what, one million ants from the uh, what, from Rick and Morty? <laughs> exactly right. Oh, that was so good. One million ants. That's actually uh, Dan Harmon's least favorite episode. That's a good episode. That it's is a really bad episode. It is not really violent. It's a terrible episode. All right. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I it, also like the, uh, the concept of reading an action here. Well, too late. You already went. It's I not did. Up. Yeah. How you did, retreated. You oh, you withdrew. Yeah. That was a long time ago. It felt like. All right. That was five minutes ago. Your concept of time has been diluted. Yeah, sorry. It's on my screen. It's I'm back up to the top of the active roster. So that's yeah, it looks like it's Russell. Oh, Stern. I know why. Because I made him visible. Sorry. Okay. There we go. I'll make him better. Thank you. So you All can right. see him in the order. I apologize. No, it's just he tries to rehack Cheddar, and with a 38, I'm going to say manages to take control back over, and Cheddar, poor Cheddar, is being tortured to death. But before that happens. Magic missile? No, it's inside. No, I, I, my ready, my yeah. my ready action is if it came out of him. So he's he, not out. He's still uh, inside. He's yeah. basically what he All does. Right. Okay. This creature, they go inside and hack systems. They were hacking your ship, and then it came out and manifested. And now he's going into Cheddar to attack him in, from within. He's like if he had gotten a bad roll there, he probably would have been out. Yeah, he would have been out, but he rolled too good. So two good rolls and one very good roll. It's a there's a battle going on. It's a battle of computer wills, and all you can do is sit around and twiddle your thumbs. Rusty, I know what I can do. Uh, I can do that. The other thing I can do is I'm going to assist Doctor Tuttle on his computer check. Yeah, good idea. That's what I was going to do. But you probably have to get closer. Yep, well, you say that's what you're going to do. Now it sounds like you just got the idea from me. <laughs> like next to Tuttle, you have to be next to Tuttle to assist him. Okay. Well, I think I can do that. Yeah, the more people typing on the same keyboard, the better the result. 
Exactly. It's like you have the more monkeys, and eventually you get Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. Shakespeare right? <laughs> well, this we is We need ironic. more monkeys on this typewriter. I appear to have run away exactly five feet too much to get next to Tuttle. Can I get next to Cheddar to assist him by pressing things on Cheddar? No, not at all. Just do a double Actually, tell him, look, like readout on Cheddar's auxiliary display is this that is assisting your computer roll. No, the only way you can do it. I don't want you touching Cheddar. Oh, I was reading off a display. I won't. Bad touch. touch. No touch, Rusty. No touch. Okay. Uh, then I move forward and I will ready an action to say get him if I see him come out. Not that it's going to happen. You can get next to. Forward. You can get next to Tuttle. What are you talking no, about? No, it's thirty-five feet away. I have a movement of thirty. We have You've two. only moved twenty. Yeah, you could do a double movement. Double move. He's not going to attack you. Yeah, there's no attack of opportunity. And then I can't assist. If I do a double movement, I cannot assist. I don't think you can assist from range, though, right? Oh, oh, oh. Um, wait, I have an idea. Right. There. 35. That's in another room, though, no? That's in, there's a wall between, unless the door is closed. There's a door. There's a door. There's a door. door. I'll give it to you. Okay, great. Thank you. I'll take it. Sure. I'm rolling my computer to assist. I said there were Star Trek doors. I actually said that before. You did. uh, Great. Take plus two for me. I'm not retroconning. All right, nope. that's no, no, no. Is, still seems man. This is obviously a, an encounter designed for Mo, so he's going to move in and assist Tuttle with his computer skills. He gets a plus one. Mo, I mean Tuttle, do you like everyone crowding around you? Oh, oh. my God, he does it! They're, they're all helping. You. No. They're, helping oh. they're helping Tuttle. They're helping him. His, that's great. He's gonna, Poise his tail over the return key to send the command. That's his help. Tuttle's All right, up. then. Wow. I guess the battle continues. Ooh. Wait, I what? Do, I, That's my oh. hidden roll. Oh. The counter. Yeah. I'm doing the counter attack back. Oh! oh, oh, oh he rolls a 20! <laughs> nice. Plus, uh, that's plus four, so that's 46. Wow, Damn. That's, that's an awfully nice roll, I must say. 46. Yeah, you, you don't mess with the mouse. Okay. Yeah, that's not a phrase that's going to catch up. You know, you mess with the mouse, you get the whiskers. What? You get the cheese. <laughs> that's true. I will say that is strong enough that it actually it actually does some uh, countermeasures, and somehow Tuttle manages to figure out how to like short-circuit something inside Cheddar, and not only does he kick him out of his system but it forces the creature out of cheddar and it is now well magic he'll, missile. he'll never be able to play the piano again though <laughs> yeah no it won't magic missile because he hasn't gone oh actually he can because he did that last turn yeah so, but his turn hasn't and, come up yet so now okay he can magic missile. So I think do it. but i think it's but i think it's only two missiles right yes it's do it two. cartman that's right it's only a standard action you can ready all right, so that's 2d4 plus... I cast thee out. Six. The king, the kingdom of Christ compels you. All right. Nice. That's some good rolls. That's very good. Another 19. Boom. Nice. Pow, 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 pow. Force lightning. Watch my foot. Pow, pow. Um, I will say Cheddar is still, like, all flummoxed from all the... Uh, <laughs> There's a lot going on inside of him, shall we say? Are, are we getting like sort of like old style '50s radio sort of? I cannot compute confusion, confusion. Exactly. Yes. He is uh, Captain Proton. He's nomad. He's nomad right now. 
the old original <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> James Roy Kirk. Yes, no man. Sterilized biological infestation. That's another episode where he uses dazzling logic to make the machine blow itself up. The swarm um, appears there and as a standard action forms back into the creature that you saw with its large nanite blade and says to you, Interlopers, how dare you resist? Exit this space immediately. My response, no. Oh, he's not a swarm anymore. <laughs> he abandoned the swarm project. Abandoned the swarm. He's gone back yeah. to uh, he's going back to his normal. Yeah, he didn't like that. The, that was a bad touch. Another bad touch. A lot of bad yeah. touching going on today. I did not touch Cheddar in an inappropriate manner. Touch him again, Rusty. It's your turn. You were touching Huddle in an inappropriate Yeah, okay. But in non-swarm, can I now shoot this little thing? Sorry. Yes, you can. Yeah, Thank he's... you. I'm going to do that. First of all, I plan A for me. Uh, move action, get him, improved, and then I shoot at him. He might have some cover. I will add to that. So, 39. Oh, yeah, definitely. Glory of the kill. Give it to me. Damn it. All right. You can't do any damage. What are you shooting with? Uh, gun. It doesn't work. Yeah, it does. Fine. It's in a normal form. It's not, it's not uh, a... Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, at any rate, I'm done. You all have plus four against it. Also, Mo, now you can just hit it. Yeah, that's what Mo does. He's going to hit it. Hit it again. And he's <laughs> going to move five feet. Mo, you've made your point. Let him pull back. <laughs> and, oh God, here goes ultra-thin longsword attack. I just have a bad feeling that this is going to miss. You got a bad feeling about this? You hit. Wow, oh. nice. Wow. You would have done wow. 32 points of damage, but of course it is DR, so right. 22 okay. points of That's damage. quite all right. Kira's right next to you. Sorry to kill, because that'll be very annoying. And you get a plus five with Moe's uh, weapon. If he uses range, which he won't because he's standing right next to him. Oh, don't back. count me out on that. I True. spend a resolve he, he point. might be crazy enough. Oh, God. Okay. And wow. That may... Act- hold on, hold on. That may actually be the first time in, well, what is it, a year and a half we've been doing this, maybe five years, it's hard to tell, in which somebody actually used an in-combat resolve point. Yes. Believe it or not, that's the second time this combat he's done that. Yeah. yeah he's, he's done, <laughs> well, but it's the first that time I've done that. Let me update. Steve beat me to it. Actually, te- and I was going to say technically not because I had to use a resolve point to do my one, uh, the miracle work yeah, buff on my gun. So what you're trying to say is that I was right, except for some quibbling little details. Yeah. yeah. So you hear, so everyone he's hears a, a bamf noise. There's a bamf noise and, and a sulfur smell. And now I'm over here. What? 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 Disappear and I reappear there, and I attack. Do do you wave your arms like Doug Henning? I make a, a, a everyone hears a noise that says "bamf" and I sulfur in the air like a like demonic. Sulfur. Oh, oh, we know it's Nightcrawler. I Don't, mean, but it's still, right. okay, you know that. And then uh, there is a <laughs> and I appear over there and I fire. Kiro the hero, the Kiro yeah. the just teleports halfway across the ship. You know, if I was really mean, I could say you miss and you land outside in space. <laughs> I would be that, rough. That would be funny. That I, would. I wouldn't be funny. Instantly. Well, we're, we're armor the ship is moving at some sort of spaceship oh, yeah. speed, right? Oh, he would be gone. Oof. I could get battered oh, against the no. hull. No, you I have, have actually bad news for you. Momentum. 
Flash teleport is a spell-like ability. That provokes. He does get an attack of top. I, I don't he believe that provokes. It. Yes, it does. Spell-like oh. ability. Supernatural oh. do not. Spell-like oh. does. Oh, yeah. And it's a move. Line him up for some damage. That's right. But you have one. You have one. You do have one. You got to get more familiar with the rules. As a move action, you can spend okay, one resolve me. point to teleport to up to 30 feet. You must have line of sight to your destination. This movement doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity. Well, it's your ability. Oh. You have to read it. I'm reading the I read it. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to roll for Chris here. He actually just never, he just acted his ability. I, I just want him to, to attack. Okay, fine. Go I'm and attack. attack. All right, do I get a plus? I'm going to make sure he does all of his attacks on you next round. Oh, I, believe me, I know that's coming. That's, that, that's fair. <laughs> totally fair. He's going to try and the, hack you. What plus do I get? Plus, plus zero. Five. Plus, I don't get a plus four, four get him. Plus yeah, four sure from Rusty. Plus four from plus me. One plus from one Mo from for coordinated shot. That's annoying. Didn't oh, that's a nice wow. damage. Wow. 20 damage. Does that that gun. That's uh, a gun. So basically, since he went last, we've done, what, 65 damage? About that? You did 19. You rolled a 19, Chris, on that. That's, that's awesome. insane. 28 points 19 of damage. 19 for damage. Yeah, that's the, that's the swing of that weapon. It's so weird. It's a d20. It could be 1. It could be 20. Okay, it's awesome. taken 69 damage. Okay, I'm going to move so I'm not shooting through people. It's also been regenerating every round. Well, 69 this round is what I said. It has hundreds of hit points. Which is great, and we did sixty nine this round, so that's that's good news. Oh, I'm gonna try shooting. I'm gonna try shooting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> let's let's clarify that. We, it's it, the it's royal a team. Weed. The team. Right. There is no iron team. There Only is a me, weed, though, right? Isn't there? Only me. Oh, Cheddar's <laughs> got payback. Problem is, it's got dr to the thing I'm trying. I can use, but I'll try anyways. No. <laughs> <sighs> Hits for 23, zero. but does zero damage. I was, I was hoping maybe it was a different answer oh, when he was in human form. Fire. Yeah, it's fire and electricity. Oh, well. It does its full, crazy, insano attack on Mo with furious might. It seems to have been, like, almost possessed. And he does his three attacks on Mo, which is beautiful. All right. What about uh, the hero guy? Who, me? Here he went. Oh, he should be attacking him. I'm all the way over there. Yeah, he preferred to hit you three times. He only hit you twice. I didn't even do that much damage because you have all that DR. He only did 19 and 12. Big deal. Yeah. yeah. If you had some he decent armor on you, Mo, he wouldn't have hit you at all. That's right. Rusty's up. And he has and he's hitting you planning. every time uh, he's saying... Hands. Interloper, 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 like over and over again. He but he is still in his physical form. He is not yeah. in either swarm or hacking yeah. zone. So, okay, so plan A. Oh. Otherwise, I can back up other things. Yeah. All right. Mo has an idea. Oh, I forgot something really bad. Do I need to pause? No, I forgot he has spell resistance. So, all oh, those spells that. he should have uh, cast. Um, whoops. Magic Don't missile. Worry. Another. Yeah. I'll all take right. care of that. Uh, Okay, get him and 41 for my bluff. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, my God. You hit. Three the kill. Damn oh, thank it. God he got zero, zero damage. damage. All right. Thank there we God. Go. That's what it looks like. Actually, here's the thing. 2d10 
plus, you know, it, it should have a chance to do some. I just rolled poorly. Didn't you did 10 points of damage, yeah, and its DR right. is... Yeah, there it is. Yeah, okay. Oh, well. Mo, you have plus four from me. Kill him. This is going to be a full attack. Two turns. Whap, whap. So it's even, and he's got the long sword again. Oh, wait. Did you put in the minus four? Uh, no, but I get a plus four, so it's even. Oh, all right. Oh. And you miss. Keep hitting it. <laughs> and Mo says yes. <laughs> as he twists his blade, interloper. That's good. That no, that's good. That, I want that to be the last thing that this guy hears. Is he dead? Dead. That's true. Well, Mo cannot find out because he's. Uh... I will assist uh, Doctor Tuttle's engineering to check if he's dead. As you hit him one last time. And you say, Interlopa! He explodes into nothingness. The nanites all disintegrate, and then they disintegrate to dust. He appears to be gone, with nothing mm. left behind. Wow. Leaving all his items. His items were made out of nanites. Great. Oh, lovely. He was a victim of, he was a victim of the Thanos snap. Mm, yes. Uh, pretty much. That's exactly yeah. what it looked like. The Thanos snap. Yeah. Yeah. As you hit him, he just dissolves into dust. <laughs> There's nothing left. Well, Mo is. Are we out of combat? You're out of combat. Uh, Mo is going to sit down in this chair right next to him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna activate the computer and try and find a record of this area of space. If we're actually can see, do some kind of check to see if we've crossed into some you know area of space that's, that we shouldn't have. And I'm going to assist Dr. Tuttle with any engineering or computer checks he wishes to make to get that information as well. Except Tuttle's going to be doing a diagnostic on Cheddar. Okay, then I'll Chris. assist you in that. I- I'm going to assist some people. That's You're going to assist I- me? Is All that right, a what, life what science, Chris? I don't know. What kind physical of check would that science? be? It might be physical science. It might be. What are you trying to figure out? Well, what I want to know is if, like, this guy seems to think we're violating his space. Like, I want to see if there's any kind of record of, like, are we do, are we in an area of space that is known to be, like, part of the Kremlin Empire or something like that? Like, do we know? Is there, like, would that be, like, a... Sure. Like, I don't, you don't even need to do... I, I'll say that you, you don't even need to do checks. Um, space I mean, Google. This, yeah, you're, you, you guys are checking. I mean, keep in mind, you're in the drift. This occurred in the drift. So... Oh, okay. You have no idea. Like this is not part of anyone's territory. Right. The drift is, is different, yeah. right? It's drift. So, like maybe, um, yeah. It is like you're not exactly sure what the heck okay. you're talking about. Well, let's. Uh, I think we should raise shields. Your shields were raised. Oh, you went right of course. It. Your shields are always up. It just uh, went right through. Also, Mr. Kiro, you're new on our ship. I understand that you're just a guest here. Uh, there's a chain of command. Uh, I say rail sh- raise shields. You you do not. And I and I make it so. Yes, you can make it so. In the meantime, <laughs> though, of course, the shields were raised. So. Okay. All right. It's good to know. Uh, by the way, did somebody remember to give you like a bucket with your cot so you could like live in the engine room back there? <laughs> I uh, thought that first room was mine, the one right down the hall. Can, oh, no, the, the, the big room's mine. I don't know which one you're talking about. Can Can you give us our stamina back? Because I, I want my stamina back. I got something I, want, I need to do. Ten minute rest? Yeah, my ten minute, ten minute rest. You rest Thank ten you. minutes in your hammock and your stamina uh, I back. believe that I'm in the airlock right now. Is that right? Oh, my God. Yeah, you're in okay. the airlock. I shut the inside door, and I'm going to open up the outside door. Oh, no. You're in hyperspace. You're like, you're literally in warp speed. Keep going. He's been hacked. He's been hacked. Kill him. 
Well, he's going to look out. He's just going to look out? Yeah. Out the window <laughs> of the plane? I mean... <laughs> Are you like a dog sticking yeah. its head out the window? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, you look out. It's awe-inspiring. In fact, this like part it, of space is a little bizarre. I, I would even say it leaves him breathless. <laughs> I have a rope if oh, you want to Oh, that wasn't like... bad. Come on, give me that one. If you want to go out there. Right. Well, uh, he's going to stick out his pike and see what happens to it. Wouldn't it be funny if I said it dissolves into like like it was oh, that's... into a vat of acid? It does not. <laughs> not right. I well, know that's, that would be funny. That's not why he's gonna he's gonna stick his hand out and then he's going to uh, crawl out on the uh, the side of the hull to see if well if what? there's hand holds. What you can put out your? I have a feeling you put out your hand and you come back with a stump, man. Well, like, that's why like he's a... using the pike first. Oh, okay. It's like a it's not like Snowpiercer. You put your arm out and. Uh comes back a stump um now i you know there's no rules for this so let's figure out can you just sort of walk around <laughs> no one would be that crazy while you're in you know drift? I, you I, actually I, can i'll tell you why because the drift is like folded space and i will say that the shield protects you and you're insane what's well, a vacuum strong. it should be a, well, just a vacuum like i mean but it's yeah, different but it's, not, still, it's, it's, a it's weird. not it's yeah it's also not it's a vacuum but there's still particles in space there's still Ooh. movement it's like the solar sail like there's still actual particles pushing against you uh. or see they had this thing they took a they look it up there's a they took a like two centimeter fleck of paint and shot it fifteen thousand miles per hour into an aluminum block and see the crater that it made <laughs> yeah well that's the, that's the whole point of deflector dish that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like if you didn't have a deflector dish, you can't go to warp. Like that's part of the thing. Well, right. then yeah. Moe's not going to stick his hand out. He had he had bigger plans. I just saw the yeah, movie. Tunnel could have uh, told you like twenty reasons that's a bad idea. No, you yeah. can do it. You can definitely <laughs> do it. I'm going to say you can. I'll say the deflector dish is on, the shields are on, and that you're not in the middle of combat. That sure you can do that because sometimes you have to go out and make repairs and do stuff like that, and you're high enough level and you have the suits. I'll say sure. I'll say sure. You Are there handholds on like the, yeah, the, the, sure. the ship? Sure. Right, Moe's going to crawl on the outside of the ship. And yeah, he's literally on the outside of the ship. That's very cool. I want to see what happens. He's going to be looking down from the window from the, the from the top so that everybody's upside down to him. And he's going to wave to everybody. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? And he hits while he's out there really, really heavily. I mean, you're turning on the kinda... windshield wipers. Are you putting out? Are you like? Are you trying to like? Yeah. Are you like those bums that are like washing yeah. the windows and like Bring putting out for money? Have a have Squeegee. a slimy slimy spot on the window. <laughs> All right, so he's squeegee guys. He's, he's uh, gonna tire of that pretty soon. And then wait, what? Uh, what movie did you just see that inspired you to do this? I saw. Uh, well, it's a series. The the first. It's just. Yeah. It's it's a series. Sean Penn's in it. There's a whole bunch of stars in it, and it, the first episode is so dumb because like it starts with Sean Penn is part of the backup crew, and there's all these stars that are part of the backup crew, like the engineers, and then they have the crew that goes out in the rocket that's going to Mars, and none of them are stars. No one you've never seen these guys in any television show ever and so you just know they're dead so uh it was kind of like a stupid uh episode but anyway that, that's i never cool. heard of that that's interesting. it's a hulu series uh 
it's it's a 10 part series it's not very good but it's got some good special effects that's all um but yeah it's it's mostly kind of dumb it's it's pretty dopey it's it's one of those movies where they say oh we're going off into space but first let's spend nine episodes with the captain dealing with his daughter who is a drug addict and he has to get to know her and it's that's basically the series yeah i'll pass yeah mo's getting back inside anyway other way that is what half of an ounce of space debris would do to a block of solid aluminum wow holy moly that's nuts that's crazy the, that's they impressive. shot something the size of an eraser on a pencil to show you how much damage it does nice how did they propel it that fast i mean that's they used a light gas gun it was like oh, um, wow 15,000 miles per hour wow the, there's a oh, 500,000 of these small pieces i'm order. sure your little vesky scales could stand up to that Anyhow, <laughs> showing how much damage little itty bitty paint flecks can do in space. Um, sure, the deflector dish holds up. Chris is 100% right about that. The window now has a Mo sized foot and handprints all over it, making it difficult to see out of. Good job. Yeah. All right. And he's going back I to give Mo, I give Mo a quarter. <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, Mo appreciates it. Thank you. I'll be back tomorrow. Same same place, same spot. So that's kind of it. I mean, I don't know if you want to try to figure out what that was or anything. It didn't leave. It literally left nothing well, behind. Well, yeah, that's why I was actually going to assist uh, anyone who wanted to do checks. I mean, yeah, well, I guess once I do my once I do my diagnostics on Chatter, I'll do a little bit of like, uh, was it engineering maybe or culture? Or what should I go with here? Well, why don't you do that first and I'll tinker with Chatter. You don't mind that, do you? Uh, that's probably not a great idea. Oh, okay. Maybe life science? Let's we'll start with engineering. ISIS. It's actually... Mm, I might give it to you, because you rolled so well. 40. Well, Rusty, I did not add 40. Rusty gives him less. Now it's 38, because Rusty... <laughs> Rusty that's not how that works. Oh, it does in my game. So, you, after figuring this stuff out and... Knowing a little bit about mysticism, because you do have some mysticism trained. You know what that is. That was, uh, they're called inevitables. And they actually are parts of Triune. And they usually guard space. And they're usually lawful and they're neutral, though. They're not good or evil. But they usually exist within the void and guard the space of the void for triune and the weird thing about this one was it seemed like it was corrupted and messed up and evil hence it's weird atta first attacking you and also it was stuttering and like had issues when it was trying to talk to you it's almost as if it was hacked to attack you or something like that i was gonna say because i'm a triune kind of guy so you know we ought to have oh. gone along pretty well hmm. yeah me too yeah. i mean i'm yeah. sad at that yeah yeah Maybe if you tried to talk to it a little bit more and someone didn't give up so quickly, Rusty, maybe you yeah, could, no have, kidding. could have uh, conversed with it. And I, the very it. first thing I did was try and diplomatize. This I know. Thing. And I said, you can try again, but you never did. Yeah. Everybody had attacked it at that point. Diplomacy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually shooting not. At you. I'm sorry. There's some rules oh, I'm going to actually Chris go with here. Not <laughs> excuses, true. excuses. Not true. Not true. It did not matter. Even if you attacked it. 
you could have actually have. Okay, this is the one that doesn't mind continuing diplomacy while you have a gun in its head. All right, then how was I? Because it was right, and I told you. Anyhow, also also told me, but that's metagamey. I don't know. You're completely correct. That's why I kind of told you because it is not part of the normal. I would. It would not into. You would have never done that in a million years. I completely agree. Yeah. Anyhow, that's okay. The amazing bonuses it would have given you, I'm sure you'll find again later. That thing just, yeah, just sort of showed up. Sometimes they come and they bless your ships. Sometimes they just show up and say hi to you and see what's happening, just chat with you. This one came in and tried to kill you, so sorry about that. Yeah, that was rude. That's all you know. So with that, um, yeah, you guys can heal up. I mean, that was halfway through the journey. You still got like another nine days to go, so... Everyone well, up, that was the encounter, as long as we're being metagamey, so that was it. Now we just yep. go the rest of the way, and we're done. Good. That's we arrive correct. at our destination. Okay. I will have to heal everyone up. Hold on. I don't think I took any damage. Yeah, you did. No, you no, but you took two... You used up two resolve points. Two, just, yeah, two resolve. Yeah. And you cast spell. Okay, give you back your stuff. Cheddar has no resolve. Tuttle has no resolve that he spent. Everyone else seems okay. Okay, there we go. As Bob said... You have arrived at your destination. I think it was about oh, I don't cool. know what I said. I think it was eighteen days, something like that. You emerge from the drift. However, you're nearly a day's travel from the gate of the twelve suns. You also see something interesting. The entire area is filled with plasma gas, almost as if it is hidden from view on purpose. Almost like the Crab Nebula. Almost like Star Trek 2, where it's like, you know, you're inside one of those, like, seas of gas. The Badlands, if you will. So I need um, to go in there and think two-dimensionally. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's more like the Badlands. So now you can see why no one was ever able to find this. It seems like it was purposely made to not be found. Almost hidden it away. What do you do? Hey everyone, Steve here. So there we go. This week's episode, a little different. We had combat inside a spaceship. That was actually written into the adventure path where that guy just sort of shows up. hes eh, You'll find out more, but he's kind of basically a guardian of the galaxy, if you will. But he got corrupted, and instead of helping out the PCs, he tried to kill them. You can parlay with him, and you get some pretty great stuff if you do. But they instead decided to kill him, and, well, that seems to be very common with my guys. They like to kill things. One thing that I was fascinated about is that if he got inside Cheddar, weird stuff was going to happen. But, you know, when everyone assists and then Tuttle rolls a 20, it's kind of hard to argue with those results. So the fight went a little bit faster and not quite as interesting as I was hoping. But... It was still an interesting fight, and he had a pretty cool ability. I liked that he could attack three times, and Mo definitely did not like that. Anyhow, next week you'll see some more adapted starship combat, even more so because what's supposed to happen is there's supposed to be a very big starship battle, but I completely rewrote it, and you'll see what happens next week. Now, as for my GMPC tip this week, it's kind of an esoteric one. It's what it is like, and if you will, and why you would actually do an actual play podcast. And the very first thing I'm going to tell you 
because I actually talked to, well, a lot of the other guys who do actual play podcasts, and we will all tell you the same thing, is that it is an absolute mountain of work. It is a ton of work. As much work as you think it is, it is a hundred times more work. And that is by someone who has this down to a science. It is just arduous. <laughs> it is just everything that doing with podcasting is always a lot more work because you're never going to just sit there and record everything perfectly. I'll give you a couple of general ideas of like what it's like for us. So some people do it live. Live has its own issues. We do it online. There's a lot of advantages to do it online, but one of the biggest disadvantages is that, well, computer access. Every so often, you know, someone's internet will go down or they'll have a slow connection or something's wrong with their computer and so forth. I can't control that whatsoever, and often I don't even hear it until after the podcast is over. In fact, last week, I forgot to mention this, Bob sounded a little strange in parts. I have nothing to do with that. That was just his internet connection. Hopefully it sounds okay. You know, I kind of normalize it and you have the background music in there, so it doesn't sound too bad. But there's an example of something that can go wrong. That can go wrong live as well, but not as often. Another issue is how to record it. Now, that's a kind of a secret of the trade that I use some special tools that allow me to record everyone in separate channels that I'm not going to really get into. But most people will record everyone together, and that makes for a very difficult way to edit your podcast because then if everyone's talking over each other, you can't really take out time. You can't take out the ums and the ahs. But one of the biggest secrets of our podcast, which I know a lot of other actual plays don't do, is that I take out a huge amount of dead air or when things aren't happening or when we're looking up rules. In fact, most of our podcasts, we record about two and a half to three hours. And after I take out dead air and take out ooms and ahs and just sort of take out things I don't want, I might get about an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes. And that is a lot. You lose a lot in the edits. And one of the things I don't like about streaming or some other actual plays is I keep everything in there. You know, some people are really good. They just keep the action moving. No one really has dead air. Even the live ones, like some of the really good live ones, just keep on moving. It also helps you if you have like six or seven people on the podcast. It's a lot easier to keep things moving. But I also have a problem with six or seven people is that it's hard to keep track of what's going on. I think five people is the sweet spot for players, one GM, and then allowing you to edit it, which is another reason why I don't do live. If we ever did do live, I think you'd be very surprised at what the live show looks like compared to the taped show, because we also go on diatribes and we'll be talking about movies for 15 minutes or an hour, and we will just I'll just cut all that out. But the actual play podcast part itself, it is a ton of work. Everyone has to get here on time. Everyone has to be prepared. Everyone has to be on. You know, you always want to have, you know, quips and you have to be careful what you're saying. You can't always say things you might normally say if you're just joking around with friends because obviously a couple of hundred or thousand people will be listening to what you say. So you kind of self-moderate a little I think our guys, if you hear our first couple of podcasts to, well, definitely the latest ones, these guys have gotten very comfortable with podcasting and really just sort of say whatever's on their mind. There's not too much self-moderating going on. And then even the fact of like, you know, just joking with each other. I'll say one of the benefits of podcasting, the number one benefit, at least for us, is the amount of fights that we have. They're just 
gone. I mean, we used to have fights all the time over rules and how things are done. And I thought, well, this is either going to be great for the podcast or terrible, kind of like the Howard Stern show. But ever since we did this podcast, we just never have fights. And if we do, they're really minor. It's almost like everyone's on their best behavior. And I really like it. It's made my life a lot easier. I don't know why. I don't know how. I can't tell if it's just us getting older and being more mature. Or us knowing that there's a listening audience and you don't want to look like a jerk in front of people. But the amount of fights has gone almost to zero. It's not like we were having a lot of fights, but we definitely get into disagreements and we're all very good friends. We all know each other. We're not scared of uh, yelling at each other about something, but that's been the best part. But as for the editing part, it takes a long time. Obviously, I put together the show. I'll get all the files together. I'll go through. I'll do some light editing in which I'll take out like the blank spaces and cut out areas that I know where we were just talking about stuff that has nothing to do with the show. And then I literally just go through and listen to the show and hand edit it. So figure an hour episode might take anywhere from three to six hours of editing minimum. And that's just going through it. Then we got to export it. And I do through post-processing where I do some some tweaks to get rid of clicks and to sort of take out like wet noises. That's like when people smack their lips, things like that. I hate all that. So I have some tools that allow me to make it sound a little bit smoother. I then do a little bit of balancing. Oh, a bunch of other these tricks you just learn after you do audio processing for a long time. There's a ton of videos you can watch on this and there's a ton of tools out there. The tools I use are actually industry pro tools. These things cost thousands of bucks. You don't need to do that. You can just use Audacity, which is free, but I kind of like my tools because it also allows me to do batch processing. It allows me to do a lot of this automated. And then finally, I have to record the intro, I have to record the outro, I have to put everything together, I have to line it up. And if you remember, in the first few episodes, every so often, I would accidentally cut out something, or I would miscue or missync something. That's because everything is on a separate track. So we actually got like nine tracks being mixed together. So if I'm off even by half a second, it can mess up the mix. Again, most people just record it throw it on, maybe put a soundtrack down underneath what everyone's saying, and that's it. Mine's a lot more professional. I'm not saying mine's more professional than others. There's definitely a lot out there that are way more professional than mine that actually have audio engineers and producers and writers and, you know, whole staffs. Me, it's just me. I do everything myself. But I will say one thing is that I do have it all templated out, and I think I have it down to a science where it's almost as fast as can be. I have finally figured out all the best tips and tricks, but I will tell you right now, if you think you want to do a podcast, just remember, it's going to take 10 times longer than you think it will. You're going to need a good 5 to 10 hours of your week, every single week, forever, to be able to make the podcast and put it up. The other thing is, what you might think is fun the first couple of weeks, I don't know how many podcasts I've seen where people do it, and they get to podcast number 5 or 10 or 15, and then they realize, well, this sucks. This is a lot of work. And then they just stop. That's pretty common, pretty often. 
Someone like me, I do a lot of automation, I do a lot of things to sort of get it down to a groove, or I sort of know exactly what I need to do every week. I also have naming file systems, conventions to keep them on my hard drive, backup systems, and so forth. I know I'm being kind of vague here, and you're like, well, you're not really telling me anything, but I'm kind of giving you a gist of like what it's like, rather than going through the actual details, because that's like an hour-long podcast. But in the end, I would say that I'm pretty happy we do it. I don't know, it's just sort of fun listening to us. I edit these several weeks or even months after we do the show. So I tell you, 99% of the time when I listen to the show, it's like I'm listening to it for the first time myself. It's like it's my own podcast that I listen to and I don't even recognize my own voice anymore or even the voices of my friends. I just think, oh, this is a funny podcast. And I listen to things. I'm like, I don't remember any of those things. And I laugh along just as much as probably most of you do. And when things are being said, the weirdest thing is sometimes I will listen to the podcast and I'll think in my head a joke and then I will say that exact same joke like a split second after I think of it. That's weird. And that happens every single week. I like to always think, if I were me, what would I do? And listening to the podcast, I get to find out what I would do if I were me. It's kind of a weird out-of-body experience. Anyhow, if any of you are really interested in an actual play podcast and would know more of the nitty-gritty and not hearing all the negative side, which is lots of work, a lot of work, even more work, a lot of technical work, and all that I've been saying, and I didn't even get into the whole thing of the social media aspect, and then maintaining the website, and then dealing with outside people like Paizo or other authors if you want to get them on the show, and that's a lot of work, and ugh, it's endless, but it's also a lot of fun, and I like it. Uh, for me, I kind of like the whole experience. I like sharing what we've been doing. I like the fact that you guys like hearing us, and you think we're funny. It's, you know, even if it only goes out to... A couple thousand people, I'm still pretty happy with uh, the end result. So here we're at back to show notes. Oh my god, it's only three plus weeks and it's Gen Con. Oh my god, Gen Con is coming up. Pathfinder 2 is going to come out for everyone. We've got a whole bunch of new Starfinder things. Just endless, endless stuff. So some of you are wondering, what are we going to be doing? Well, rumor has it. Rumor has it. Might be starting up a new podcast. Might be starting up a pathfinder 2 podcast might be starting it up with some new people we're gonna find out and see it's uh it's been in the works we've been secretly doing things behind the scenes and we're almost ready to slap down some recording and get that out to you just in time for gen con probably releasing sometime around august 1st or so we're still working on the details don't hold me to it but i'd say 99 percent chance you're going to be hearing a new roll for combat pathfinder podcast maybe if anyone out there is playing the starfinder special friday night tier one and two let me know i got lots of room at my table Right now, it's just me and two Roll for Combat people, I believe. So right now, I got three to four extra seats. If you want to sit down and play with us, let me know now. I got to fill up the table. I need all six seats to make my own table for Gen Con. So do hit me up. As for the Pathfinder 2, at most, I will have one seat, and that's Thursday night. So once again, Gen Con, Thursday night, Pathfinder 2, I got one seat, maybe. But Starfinder, levels 1 and 2, Friday night, the special, I got at least 
three to four seats. We'll see if anyone else that from No Direction or some of the other podcasts might want to join us. But let me know if you're interested now. And I might even have one or two tickets. So even if you don't have a ticket to the event, I might have a spare ticket for you. As for show notes, don't forget new podcast every single Tuesday. Do subscribe to us on Android and iTunes and Spotify. Spotify, man, a lot of people love Spotify. Do check out Jason's Talking Combat column every single Thursday. Do check out our Discord if you want to play some Starfinder. We're getting ready for a ton of Pathfinder and Pathfinder 2. We're going to take signups, I think, later this week. It's either later this week or early next week. We're going to have everything set up. We're part of a larger convention. It's an online convention. So we're just waiting for them to finalize all the tables, and you guys can start up. Then you guys can start signing up. Also, if you get to level 10, you get a free t-shirt. I just saw someone actually leveled up to level 10. You got to contact me. Get your free t-shirt. Do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. We're getting a little bit more active on Instagram. Do check out our Patreon, where we do have cool prizes and release some of our content early there. And then finally... I believe I finally have my ducks in a row, and I'm actually going to start having some pies with people on. They're just really, 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 really busy over there. I can't get anyone to give me a word in edgewise. There's a lot going over in Paizo, if you couldn't tell. And the combination of Gen Con is usually pretty nuts. Then they have a launch, and then they have... A couple of people have left Paizo. A couple of people are joining Paizo. There's just a lot going on over there. So I've been kind of leaving them alone. I just sort of let them know that we'd be happy to do interviews on the show. And I'm here with they want They want some coverage of uh, Pathfinder 2nd Edition. But last I heard, they got a whole bunch of people coming on the show. Hopefully they're coming on. I'll post those interviews as soon as I can. But otherwise, be on the lookout for some new Rule for Combat Finder podcast coming up pretty, pretty soon. Otherwise, I'll talk to you and see you guys next week. See ya. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com or drop us a line at contact at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember Tuttle's motto. Life forms. You tiny little life forms. You precious little life forms. Where are you? <laughs>